0: What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Rachel McAdams in the movie Uncut Gems. But first... Let's talk about actress Rachel McAdams, who I believe has been one of the best actresses working in the past 10 to 15 years. She has been in so many movies. I think she's underrated. I think she should be on that list of the best actresses up there with the Jennifer Lawrences of the world, the Amy Adams of the world. She has put in some really good work in iconic movies. Just look at her first three films. You have The Notebook, you have Mean Girls, you have Wedding Crashers. These films are all oh so different but the one thing that they have in common is great performances from Rachel McAdams. Let's start with A Notebook. Her chemistry with Ryan Gosling make that movie great. She even has some great chemistry with James Marsden in that film. Then you have Mean Girls where she gets to play the iconic character that is Regina George. That movie does not work if that performance is bad. Rachel McAdams is the absolute best thing about Mean Girls. Then you have Wedding Crashers which she has some great scenes with Owen Wilson. Again not a lot of people have that good of a start to their career. Free for free in box office hits and those movies are oh so watchable. How many times have you all seen The Notebook? How many times have you all seen Mean Girls? And of course we watch Wedding Crashers all the time. These are some iconic films. And those free films feel like three different genres. I mean The Notebook is like a sappy love story. Mean Teen Girls is like a teenage comedy, and Wedding Crashers is like the bro comedies that dominated the era. I mean, right off the bat, Rachel McAdams showed she could play different characters. She wasn't going to be typecast as one of those three characters. She's gone on to have a career full of diverse roles, and I think from the very beginning of her career, you could see she was going to do different kinds of roles. I recently sat down and watched one of McAdams's crazier movies. It's called Red Eye. I mean, this is one of those early films, it's like 2005, where you could make a film that's this weird genre thriller. It's so odd, this film. She co-stars with Killian Murphy, who basically gets to play the villain of the movie. I mean, Rachel McAdams' performance makes this movie good. Like, it's that kind of good performance that's better than the movie that she's in. Like, there's no way a premise like the movie Red Eye should be that good, but it's because of the actor that propels the film. Like, her performance, along with Killian Murphy, make that film watchable, and that's the kind of actress that Rachel McAdams is. Like, she can give a good enough performance that propels, like, a good to okay movie and make it really good to great. And then as her career starts to blossom, she really starts to go toe-to-toe with some of the best actors of our time. I mean, in the movie State of Play, she co-stars along with Russell Crowe, Ben Affleck, and she really holds her own in this movie. She gives one of the best performances of it. Then in Sherlock Holmes, she's up against Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. And again, she's one of the best things about that movie. The reason why I don't like Sherlock Holmes 2 as much is because she's barely in it. And then you have a Most Wanted Man with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow, she does some really good accent work in this film, by the way. Then she reteams with Owen Wilson for the film Midnight in Paris. Well, in this film, she is really good. She gets to play his obnoxious wife. Like it's a very different dynamic for those two in Midnight in Paris than it is in Wedding Crashers. Like again, I really like her in this film. I mean, this film is Owen Wilson's best movie, but she also delivers a really good performance. I would love to see another film with Rachel McAdams and Owen Wilson. Like I think they have really good good chemistry because they're both so calming on screen. Like again, I just love Owen Wilson and I also enjoy the work of Rachel McAdams. So get those two to be in more movies together please because the two that they are in, Wedding Crashers and Midnight in Paris, are two of my absolute favorite movies. Rachel McAdams has one Oscar nomination for her career and it's for her absolute best role in the film Spotlight. She plays a reporter for the Boston Globe. She is so good in this movie that also has Michael Keaton and her scenes with Mark Ruffalo are my absolute favorite of that movie. Like those two should have gotten Oscars for those performances. Ruffalo in particular is absolutely on fire in that film and so is Rachel McAdams. Like she is so good in this movie. That film is so good It absolutely it's one of those films that absolutely deserve to win Best Picture. I was so happy happy that it did cuz everyone in that movie is just in the t- on the top of their games then mcadams co-stars in a big marvel movie doctor strange but what i liked about her character in doctor strange she wasn't the girlfriend in distress she really contributed to the plot of the film she was a former girlfriend of the character and she was really pivotal to the plot she wasn't captured she didn't move the plot forward in that way. She got to play a different kind of a character than what we're used to in a superhero film for a female character. Again, I thought it was a really good performance. I hope she is in the Doctor Strange sequel because again, her scenes with Benedict Cumberbatch are oh so good. That's what's a unique talent that Rachel McAdams has. She can have chemistry with literally anyone on screen. She's had chemistry with Owen Wilson, Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, you just name some of the great actors. They've worked alongside McAdams, who steps up her game when she is working with other great actors and actresses for that matter. I mean, her along with Lindsay Lohan make Mean Girls what it is. McAdams returned to the comedy genre with one of my favorite comedies of this past decade, Game Night. Again, Jason Bateman is in this movie. He was also really good along with McAdams in the movie State of play like watch that movie what Jason Bateman does in that movie is out of this world bonkers he's fantastic in the film but in game night they play a a married couple who have game night and then his brother comes into the picture he's played by Kyle Chandler again I did a podcast on this movie so again check that one out I absolutely love game night and her performance really made the movie I mean, I had just gotten used to her being in these big time dramas like Spotlight or even like a film like Doctor Strange that you forget that Rachel McAdams really started off in these comedies like Mean Girls and Wedding Crashers. She's really one of the most versatile actresses working today. I just look at the quality of films that she's been in and she just must be so good at picking her projects because all of those movies that I talked about are all fantastic and are all rewatchable. Like I enjoy all of those films and her performances in all 11 of the films I talked about are fantastic. I mean from The Notebook, Mean Girls, Wedding Crashers, Red Eye, State of Play, Sherlock Holmes, Midnight in Paris, A Most Wanted Man, Spotlight, Doctor Strange, and Game Night. Not a lot of actresses have that many good films on their resume. Rachel McAdams is simply one of the best actresses working today and I highly recommend you watch those films and just see how good of an actress Rachel McAdams really is. I think what's rare about her is again she's not in bad movies. When I see the name Rachel McAdams I expect the movie to be really good and for her to give another great performance in it. Rachel McAdams is simply one of the best actresses working today and I fully expect her to win an Oscar in the not so distant future. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler. Here's a quick scenario synopsis. Howard Ratner works in the Diamond District and has acquired a rare gem, a black opal that he's trying to sell off, and is trying to make a fortune on a high-stake basketball bet. This movie is insane. It is everything that I expected it to be. I had waited forever to see this movie, and then when it finally landed on Netflix, I had to sit down and watch it. And again, it is so good. I absolutely love the Safdie brothers. The first movie I watched of theirs was good time. I loved Robert Pattinson's performance in that film, and Adam Sandler gives an equally dynamic performance in this one. Sandler is unreal in this movie. He gives possibly his best performance. He does his best work when he is working with an auteur filmmaker like Paul Thomas Anderson and Punch Drunk Love, Judd Apatow and Funny People, Noah Baumbach and the Myriad Stories, and now the Safdie brothers with Uncut Gems. Howard is Sandler's most unlikable character. And again, this is Adam Sandler, the guy who's known to play these likable, funny, characters and it's so interesting for him to finally play a character that we find to be downright despicable. I also find it fascinating that it seems like Sandler knows that when he's working with these great filmmakers that he has to up his performances. He can't be that same guy that we know from Grown Ups and Happy Gilmore. Even though I love those movies, it's kind of like he knows he has to step up his game to work with Ben and Josh Safdie because he knows how great of filmmakers they are and he knows that it's okay to be not so great in Little Nicky, but it would be bad to not be good in Uncut Gems. He needed to be great and he lived up to the greatness of the directors Josh and Benny Safdie and that's what Sandler seems to do. He lives up to the greatness of the filmmaker that he is working with. As much as I love Sandler the funny guy, I want to see him in more drama movies because that's what I think he could be really great in. I think he can win an Oscar being in a dramatic movie and that's what Uncut Gem shows. That's what Punch Drunk Love shows. That's what funny people shows. That's what Meyerwitz stories show is that Adam Sandler is a really good to great dramatic actor. Let's talk about the other great performances in this movie, particularly Lakeith Stanley. Who is on an extraordinary run of being in great movies, giving great performances, and working with great directors? Get Out with Jordan Peele, Sorry to Bother You with Boots Riley, Knives Out with Ryan Johnson, and now with the Safety Brothers and Uncut Gems. He brings unbelievable energy to the character of Damani. He's a powerful presence, and his dynamic with Adam Sandler is fantastic in this movie. I could watch a four hour movie with the two of them. He doesn't get that much screen time in the movie, but when he's on screen, you are watching him. He is that dynamic of an actor. Like, this guy is definitely going to win an Oscar in the next few years. He's been brilliant ever since I saw him in Short Term 12. He was so good in that movie. I feel like he's going to be a household name in the next few years. Then you have Adina Manzel and Julia Fox. Adina Menzel plays the wife of Adam Sandler's character, and Julia Fox plays the woman he's having an affair with. Adina Menzel, this is so outside what she's known for. Like, she's known for playing Wicked on stage. She's known for the Frozen films. It's really weird to see her in this type of movie. But again, she's really good in this film. You can sense her hatred of Adam Sandler's character in this film. The two of them kind of show how Adam Sandler's character, Howard, can't commit to either one of his lifestyles. He can't be a sane family man, and he can't fully commit to his life of being a gambling addict and a successful businessman like this guy cannot commit to either one of his lifestyles. Julia Fox is the breakout star of this film. Like I had never seen her in anything before this, she is so good in this movie. She is in love with the lifestyle that Howard has given her. I'm not sure how she really feels about the character of Howard. Does she really love him? Like that's a question you have after you watch this movie. Then the other performance we have to talk about is Kevin Garnett, who plays himself, and he perfectly. Fits the tone of the film. It's one of the best performances from an athlete ever. Like, I think of when I think of great performances by athletes, I think of Ray Allen and he got game, and I absolutely love that performance. And I love Kevin Garnett playing a whacked out version of himself, a guy who is obsessed with this crystal, this gem. I think of Kevin Garnett and I think of somebody who's a little wacky and over the top, and I think that's what he's playing in this movie oh so well. It's really a great performance. Performance. Now I have to talk about the directors of this movie, Josh and Benny Safdie. I feel like they have this unique ability to get these unique performances from well-known movie stars like Robert Pattinson in Good Time. We all knew him from the Twilight movies. I didn't think much of him as an actor. And then I watched Good Time and I was like, who is this guy? And the same can be said for Adam Sandler, this guy who's the comedy king. We've seen dramatic performances from Sandler before, but nothing like this. Like, They get this out of this world performance from these two really well-known actors, it would be so interesting to see if they could do it with other well-known names. Like, I want my favorite actors to work with the Safdie brothers because I think they can get something different from them. I mean, it's safe to say they are the most brilliant New York filmmakers since Martin Scorsese and Woody Allen. Like, that's how good they are at their New York films, Good Time and Uncut Gems. They show a darker side of New York. And they're films have like that similar energy of mean streets and taxi driver like it's a go. When you watch one of their movies it is a full-on experience. Uncut Gems and Good Times are films that feel like a wild ride that will give you anxiety and extreme manic energy and they don't feel as long as they are. It's an experience watching their movies. They are based in reality but they still feel theatrical because of the endless intensity. Even if you don't like either of those two movies, The one thing that can never be said about a Safdie Brother movie is that it is boring. They know how to make an interesting film. What I also like about the movies Good Time and Uncut Gems is that they're making these movies about these unlikable, chaotic characters and they don't let their characters get away with what they're doing in the end. Like, Howard pays for being a bad person at the end of Uncut Gems, and so does Robert Pattinson's character Connie at the end of Good Time. Like, they do not let these despicable characters get away with their terrible life choices and their actions. They show bad things are going to happen when you're a bad person. By the end of Uncut Gems, you do not want Adam Sandler to get rich. By the end of Good time. You do not want Robert Pattinson to get away with the robbery. You do not want these characters. You do not want to root for them, but they are also still compelling enough to watch on screen. I mean, I just can't wait for their next movie. Like, the next thing these guys are going to do, they're not going to make blockbusters. They're going to continue to make these anxiety-driven tales of these despicable characters. Like, there was talks that they were going to make a remake of 48 Hours. Who knows what they were going to do with that? They are not going to do a basic remake of that movie. If they end up doing it, they're going to turn the plot of that movie upside down. You cannot get a read on their movies. You cannot tell what's going to happen at the end. That is something I really enjoy. Again, they prove you can make really good movies that people will watch. Uncut Gems made a lot of money. It's one of the highest grossing movies by A24. A lot of that is because of Adam Sandler, but I also think it's because they are making interesting films that people will want to watch in a movie theater. Uncut Gems is that kind of movie that you want to watch with a crowd. Good Time is one of those movies you want to watch with a crowd. Again I would put the Safdie brothers on my list of the best directors working today. Up there with the Christopher Nolans, the Noah Bombacks, the Greta Gerwigs. Like these guys are nuts. They make different kinds of movies. And now every great actor wants to work with them. It'll be so interesting to see movie stars get to play these like unique characters because again you're not going to star in a safty brother movie and do the exact same thing that you're known for they're going to get unique and different performances from well known names that's exactly what they did with Adam Sandler and Robert Pattinson like we all knew those people we all knew what an Adam Sandler movie was we all know what a Robert Pattinson movie was up until that point and they were able to get something completely different and their characters were chaotic they didn't get to play characters that they were known for i mean they just these movies off of one character and then all the supporting characters just get to play off against them like Robert Pattinson in good time with a bunch of unknown actors and Adam Sandler got to play with a lot of known actors but again you get a breakout performance from Julia Fox like the the Safdie brothers know how to cast a movie perfectly. I think Uncut Gems should have been nominated for best picture last year. It is one of the best movies of 2019. There is no film like this. I think it's interesting that last year, a lot of the best performances from actors and actresses, they were playing kind of these despicable characters like Elizabeth Moss and Her Smell, Joaquin Phoenix and The Joker, and Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. I mean, they were not playing likable characters. I think it's more interesting for movie stars to play unlikable characters because again, it's so rare to see Adam Sandler play an unlikable person. And I just feel like when you play an unlikable, character, you get so much more credit because it's hard to play unlikable. It's kind of easy to be the boring lead of a movie. And Adam Sandler has been the boring lead of a comedy movie before. He's done that. He's been there. It's just so interesting We're at this point of his career where it seems like he's willing to play an unlikable character. I hope he does it again because it really works with Uncut Gems. I hope the Safdie brothers and Adam Sandler make some more movies together. I 100% recommend you check out Uncut Gems. It is a dynamic movie. You should definitely watch it as a double feature with Uncut Gems and Good Time, their other movie, The Safdie Brothers. Watch their two movies. Learn how good they are as directors. You will enjoy their work. Adam Sandler gives an unbelievable performance in Uncut Gems. Lucky Stanfield is fantastic. Julia Fox, Adina Menzel, so many good performances. Heck, you even have Mike Francesa making an appearance in Uncut Gems. Check it out because Uncut Gems is definitely worth a watch. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And this week I put the spotlight on actress Rachel McAdams in the movie Uncut Gems. Next week I'm putting the spotlight on two TV series, Defending Jacob starring Chris Evans and The Great starring Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.